Tweet at SAFM Radio and at John Gerica. Archery, I guess, is probably the correct term. Let's talk to a family of archers, but their surname is Rue. Uh, I know it's confusing, but that's where surnames used to come from. That's where the surname Archer came from. But anyway, we're going to talk now to, uh, he studies at Tux University. His name is Vian Roo, and also his father is Patrick Roo. Before we talk to you, Vian, Patrick Roo, thanks for joining us, first of all. I believe, is, is, your, is Vian's mother also an Archer? That's correct. She's also an Archer. So, I just feel like family. <laughs> it's a whole family. What do you have a spare room just filled with bows and arrows? Indeed, that's the case. The whole spare garage. <laughs> uh, before I talk to Vian Patrick, how did how did you guys get into the sport? Yeah, so I I wanted to do archery since I was little. You know, every boy growing up seeing a little bit of movies, and then uh, I didn't have the money at first, but later in my life I found a way to buy a bow, and then. Uh, First, just shot it for a while, and then in 2010, I saw our archery team at the Commonwealth Games, which is not at the Commonwealth Games at the moment. Very, mm. very sorry to see archery is not there, but I saw our team, and one of my big mates, Epitolia, won a, a silver medal, and the team won a silver medal, and I got inspired, and I thought, let's give it a go. And I guess, Vian, with your mom and dad being keen archers, you kind of fell into the sport. Indeed. Um, Basically, just wanted to shoot since I was also very little, seeing my dad and everyone shoot. My mom actually only started later on, but since I was very, very small, I can remember seeing my dad shooting and always wanting a bow. Actually, he actually actually bugged me for a bow for a very, very long time. And then one day, you know, when he was like four or five years old, I bought him one of those toy bows. He played yes. with it for a while, but he quickly realized I can't be me. He wanted a real bow. So, yeah, I had to buy him <laughs> one when he was like six years old. So, yeah, since then, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, those, those little arrows with a, with a sticky thing on the end don't quite fly as straight, do they? No, no, not. <laughs> uh, okay, Patrick, let's talk about how one starts the sport. I've, I've got a history here about uh, about... Um, hunting is, is is that what you did first, or was it always the competition, or do the two go hand in hand? No, I actually just bow hunted for a long time. You know, I like hunting and I bow hunted. I, I enjoyed the challenge. Um, and then you know later in life, uh, I did a lot of sport when I was younger. But as you grow older, you can't compete with the youngsters anymore because physically you're not into it. But then you know the archery thing. I was always I always loved shooting sports. So archery came naturally for me, and, and as I said, when I saw it at the Commonwealth Games, um, I, I really uh, got mesmerized by it. And also, probably it's the cheapest shooting sport that you can do, because you can use an arrow over and over and over again, uh, right. by the fact that you, you break it. Otherwise, you can use it for <laughs> years. So it's a cheap shooting sport. Uh, and and your, uh, your background, Vian, did, were you, are you a hunter as well? I am. I am. Um, that's where I also started because I started archery before just hunting. Before we actually all started doing target archery, so mm. basically everything started with hunting. Vian, what's <laughs> it's it's a terrible thing to ask, but what's what has more pressure when you're standing in front of of people watching you, maybe a TV camera in your face, or or when you're hunting a, an animal? They both have uh, different. 
different pressures added to them. I, I would say uh, the TV camera and the whole the whole crowd watching you does does add a lot of pressure. Um, but once you're hunting, the excitement and everything gets to you. So they both have different pressures. But I think the target when you're shooting at a target and there's a whole crowd watching you, that that mm. does take the cake aside with. Yeah, but Patrick, the target uh, the target doesn't move so much. Yeah, it doesn't. But uh, you see, <laughs> inside of your heart, it moves a lot because uh, our sport <laughs> is a knockout sport, as you've seen on the Olympic Games. It's mm. the same as the Olympic Games. So uh, we we shoot different bows, me and Vian. Uh, so we, we shoot target uh, archery, and it's a knockout sport. It's much like golf. You you shoot, uh, you get a ranking, you get a you make a cut and then it's knockout like in tennis. So, you know, you get the 132, the 16th, eight matches until you get to a final. So it's only 15 arrows. So it's sure. quite a lot of pressure if you prepare for an international tournament for months going there and knowing that you've got 15 arrows to survive. If you don't make it, you pack your bow and you become the head cheerleader for the team. <laughs> uh, you mentioned different bows. Vian, explain what, what, what your dad means by different bows. So I shoot the recurve style bow, um, which is what you see on the Olympics. Um, it mm-hmm. uses a much more primitive style, if you can call it that. Um, it looks like the you shoot with your fingers. It looks like an old older bow that you would see on the movies and everything. Uh, the compound bow is a bit more modern, or actually much more modern. It has cans, and you shoot with the release, and um, a sight that right. has a bit of magnification. So they they are quite different. The compound is much more mechanical, but still very, very tough because everyone that you shoot against has the same skill set and better than you do. Mm. Yeah, and I guess, as you were saying, Patrick, only 15 arrows. If one arrow is out, then you're out. It's You don't have to do 15 good arrows. You've got to do 15 great or 14. You could do 14 great arrows, but one good arrow and you're not good enough. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, especially in the two different disciplines, so... The style we shoot, the, what I shoot, the compound bow, is an accumulative score. So it's out of 150, the guy with the highest score wins. Um, and the mm-hmm. style beyond shoots works on a set system. So you shoot three arrows per set. It's five sets. So every set you can basically, if you lose the set, you can still win the next one. So it's it's quite different. The pressure is also slightly different. With a compound bow... Let me give you an idea. We were just at the World Cup in Paris with our teammates, mm-hmm. and we all lost in one similar round. To, uh, we shoot out of a score of 150. So it's, it's 15 arrows into the 10. For me to have won my match, I would have shot. A, I would have had to shoot a 149, which is just one down. My other teammate would have had to shoot a perfect 150 and then have a one-arrow shoot to win. And my other teammate also would have had to shoot a perfect 150. So the the level of international competition at 50 meters shooting at a 8-centimeter um, 10 ring is incredible. The people that do this for a living is really good. So, you know, the competition is high. Lucky for us, we've got some really competitive archers in South Africa, especially on the compound side. Okay, uh, Vian, Patrick was just explaining distances and sizes and things. So uh, w- with what you do, is, is the target 50 meters away or, or give us your, your numbers? So with the compound, you shoot 50 meters and with the recurve, you mm-hmm. shoot 70. Um, the 50 meter target for the sure. compound is a bit smaller. I think it has a 8 centimeter 10 ring. And um, the, the recurve has a 
12, 12 centimeter ten ring. So um, it is a bit bigger, but you shoot it at 20 meters further, and the bow that you use um, is a bit less exact, if you can say it that way. So okay. And also yeah. the compound target, everything is a bit smaller. It covers about a quarter of the butt where a recurve target covers the entire one. So it's an 80 centimeter target face versus a 122 centimeter target face for, for recurve archery. But the 10 ring is, and as Vion said, it's 70 meters versus a compound yeah. 50 meters. So yeah, very <laughs> difficult. If you stand on the line and you look at a 50 yeah. and a 70 right next to each other, they look very similar in size, but the extra okay. distance that the arrows have to travel does make a difference. And a little bit of wind further down range could change things as well. Exactly, because your arrows are slower over the recurve, it's not as advanced and um, and fast. So your arrows are slower, and because of that extra 20 meters, it, it has a bit of extra time to, to go wrong. Okay, so I'm just trying to imagine this in my head now, right? I'm standing at a line, there's a target 70 meters away, and the center, the thing that you're aiming for is 12 centimeters wide, diameter, in diameter. What does that look like? You've got like a little target circle thing, don't you, that you that you look through? Yes. Yeah, so you basically, what is... uh, we call them the side pin. So it's a, mm -hmm. it just has a little pin. You can decide how big that is. But basically the entire yellow is covered by the one that I use um, when, when I shoot. So you can't see the 10 yeah. ring. You only see the big 9 ring. And I hope that you aim in the dead center. So if you if you <laughs> to explain to people that haven't done it before, if you look down yes. the line at either fifty or seventy meters, if you hold up a normal ballpoint pen, it's about the size at arm's length. It's about yeah. the size of the ball that's in that pen. It's it's quite <laughs> tiny. And if you move your wow. bow if you move your bow one millimeter up or down, it makes the difference between hitting a ten and shooting into the seven ring. Sure. One millimeter. Now, yeah. I, I'm going to admit that I tried archering on holiday once. It was you know, one of these things where it was like a, a little holiday and they have this archery. The target must have been five meters away, not even. And I don't lie, I probably got five arrows into that target. And I know it, it, it just made me appreciate, and this was just after the Olympic Games in Tokyo as well. So you think, you watch the people in the Tokyo Games and you think, well, this is a relatively easy sport. Anybody can do it eventually. I'm just letting yeah. you know that you guys are exceptional. Well, they reckon that if you start archery, to become an Olympic-level archer, on average, if you work hard with a coach, you're very dedicated, you have some skill, it will take you in no less than seven years to become a dedicated <laughs> Olympic level archer. So, you know, it takes quite a while um, to, yeah. to, to to master the sport because it's absolutely mm. the art of repetition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like that, Vian. It's when you watch when you watch an archer, it's the 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 string, I don't know what you would call it, I guess I'm gonna call it the string, is on exactly yeah. the same place on the face every single time. The pullback's exactly the same. It's as as Patrick was saying, it's it's this repetition, same, same, same. Yeah, so you you have to do that because you use what we call a clicker and your arrow is one um, set length. You have a set of twelve arrows or how many even you want. And um, so every arrow is exactly the same length and you have a little plate on the tip that you put over the arrow and if you don't draw far enough, the plate doesn't slip off and make a clicking sound. It lets you know that you're on the right um, distance of draw. So you have to do everything 100% the same every time to get that shot to go off. Otherwise, it's very inconsistent. Sure. 
it sounds like a great sport. Uh, you're Vian at Tux. What's what's the the Tux competition like? Have you uh, are there a number of archers coming through? There are quite a few. Um, the last competition was quite full, and there are a bunch of up and coming archers. So hopefully, we can get the lines more full in the near future. Mm. And and get into some of these games and, and Olympic games. Unfortunately, like uh, like Patrick was saying, no nothing at the Commonwealth Games. But it's 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 good that we are there in the world competing. It is. It is. Um, the main goal for me is to eventually make the Olympic Games. So hopefully, and next year I'm hopefully going to make the University Games team. So there's always something to work to, uh, towards. Like. So just just something short I wanted to mention is that we've got the African uh, Games coming up uh, in November of this year. We already have a, a lot of African archers coming down to the Tux University. We'll have a competition there. Uh, we just had the World Games where uh, uh, four of our archers went to the World Games to compete, which very confusing, but it was in Birmingham, uh, Alabama, not Birmingham in US, <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, Vion and, and the rest of the team, uh, the, the university guys, would have gone to to the, to the China for the university games, but it was postponed due to COVID. So hopefully that still happens next year. And then the main objective for Vion is to make the Olympics. He had the privilege to mm. go to the Youth Olympic Games in 2017, 18. So, yeah, now it's up to the Olympics. To make the Olympics, you have to... Uh, to qualify at your continental event or at the world championships or at a special qualifying event. So that, uh, that's the objective. It's, it's quite tough to make a, an Olympic team. And next year, we also have the world championships coming up for both the senior teams and the junior teams and the para-archers. What sort of support do you guys get from SASCOC? If any. So we are a full member of SASCOC. So um, my um, other, for my sins, I'm also the president of the South African National Archery Association. So um, right. uh, we work closely with SASCOC. But as you know, we are one of the smallest sporting codes. So major challenge always is, is funding. We, um, we have managed to always fund archers going to World Cups. It's not fully funded always, but mostly funded and it's based on really frugal management from from the archery manage uh, you know the executive coming over many many years archery was uh, the, the federation was started in 1947 already so you know the guys really did a great job before me looking after the money and making sure that we've got a little bit of investment and everything to keep going. But mm. we are always looking for sponsorships to, to help us grow. We, we started our own YouTube channel. We are broadcasting the African Games. We broadcasted our national championship. So we really try to take the, the sport to the people. And it is a, it's a nice viewer sport because um, matches are short and sharp. You know, it's just like 15 minutes a match is done. It's not a long, tedious process of looking at someone shoot 72 arrows at a target. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching archery when it's on the Olympic Games, when it's on the telly. So, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's exciting because, like you say, it's it's overs get overs. The one does the you know, there's no there's no messing around. One stands up, does the shot. Another one stands up, does the shot, and you, then you know what the result is. Correct. So, also archery was part of the original Olympic sports. But it, um, oh, wow. it it lost it, it fell out of favor in the and, and in 1972 it came back into the Olympic Games and has been there since. 
And it's one of the most viewed sports at the Olympic Games. It's a very popular sport for people to view. It's got a huge following worldwide. Um, in, in, in other countries, it's even a lot bigger than in South Africa. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's mm. quite a popular sport. It's also a sport that um, people can practice um, in their own time and on their own. You don't need a team. You don't need too much equipment to do it. So it's not too difficult to get into archery. If you join a club, it's, it's quite simple to, um, to get into archery. So I, I see the sport growing from year on end. All right, we're going to have to leave it there. Patrick Rue and son Vian Rue, thank you very much for joining us. Vian is an archer at Tux, and Patrick is a South African archer as well, competing and representing the country. Congratulations to them, and keep on flying that flag for us. Thank you. Have a nice evening, and good luck, and well done to the Boca as well. Yes. All right, cheers. Uh, just before DJ Sly plays us a song, DJ, can you just, uh, Sly, can you just play us a quick sting? There we've got some more medals at the Commonwealth Games.